Well, hello and welcome to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark. Thank you for joining us again. Welcome if it's your first time. We make a habit of exploring the highways and byways and cobwebby corners of jazz recorded history. And today we're going to focus on a series of recordings that were made in 1945 and 1946, right at the tail end of the big band era. And a big band that was led by the great Benny Carter. Uh, Benny Carter, the saxophonist, trumpeter, and arranger, uh, and lots of other things besides. He was born in New York City in 1907 as Bennett Lester Carter, actually, and uh, he uh, had music lessons with a variety of instruments as a young person, and by the time he was in his late teens, he was playing in New York City in the clubs that featured African-American bands. he played with his cousin, June Clark, who was a, or actually his cousin was Cuba Austin, who was a very um, legendary trumpet player. June Clark was another trumpet player he played with. Jimmy Harrison, the great trombone player, he was in that circle. Um, and they came up as sort of young bucks on the jazz scene in the middle 1920s. Uh, Carter's first notable association was with the Charlie Johnson Band, the Paradise Orchestra Band. And he uh, played lead alto, did his first solos with that group, and also did his first arrangements. He kind of learned arranging on the fly, as it were, by spreading out stock arrangements on the floor and seeing how the parts fit together and things like that. He had uh, had some piano and theory lessons early. He recorded later a little bit on piano, but he was known primarily from his earliest days as an alto saxophone player. He also recorded later on tenor and soprano sax, but did some fine work on clarinet, uh, and even a little bit of trombone. But his primary second instrument, I guess you'd have to say, was the trumpet, and he played a very Louis Armstrong-style trumpet. We're going to hear a little bit of the trumpet and saxophone, maybe some clarinet at some point as well during this period. So he had a big band that he led in the early 1930s that was considered to be one of the most technically technically, uh, accomplished bands of the era. He was uh, universally respected by both black and white jazz musicians for his musical abilities, his technique on saxophone, his arranging abilities, and so forth. He was especially well known for his uh, saxophone section arranging, some of the most marvelous saxophone soli passages in the big band era were written by Benny Carter. He went to Europe in about 1935-36, stayed there for two or three years, played uh, in Paris, Uh, he played in London, he worked for the BBC for a while doing arranging uh, and uh, sort of jobbed around Europe, then came back in the late 1930s and started another big band, which had some success. It wasn't considered one of the top big bands, mainly because it didn't have a lot of commercial potential, but it always had great musicians and, of course, the great playing and arranging of Benny Carter. Uh, He continued doing a lot of spot work for different bands, arranging all through the 1930s, late 30s and 40s, but he continued to lead a big band up until he disbanded in 1947, along with most of the other big bands active at the time. So as I said, we're going to feature uh, a little snapshot of uh, his career as a big band leader. And these recordings were all done in Los Angeles, or most of them were done in Los Angeles, uh, in April of 1945, up until... um, April of 1946. I guess about half of them are in Los Angeles, the first part. And then later on, uh, in in 1945, he went back to New York with his band touring, and he recorded two sessions with a group that he called Benny Carter and his All-Star Orchestra. So the first set we're going to hear and the last set are by his regular touring band, and the middle set will be by his All-Star Orchestra, which has quite a few familiar names in it, and we'll talk about those when we get there. So we're going to start out with uh, a tune that he recorded on April 9th of 1945 for Capitol Records in Los Angeles, and it's called Malibu. And uh, this is a Benny Carter composition, as many of these are, including the next one called Cuttin' Time. And uh, that was done in New York on December 12th of 1945. Uh, the Malibu band included Irving uh, Lewis, Fred Trainer, Gerald Wilson, and Emmett Berry, and Paul Cohen on trumpets, and Benny Carter did a little trumpet playing as well. We have Henry Coker, Alton Moore, George Washington, and Louis Taylor on bass, on trombone, rather, Jewel Grant and Porter Kilbert on alto saxes, Bumps Myers and Harold Clark on tenors, John Taylor on baritone, Rufus Webster on piano, Herman Mitchell on guitar, Charles Drayton on bass, and Max Roach on drums. So with people like Max Roach and uh, even Henry Coker and Porter Kilbert, we had some very modern-looking players there. Also some uh, holdovers from the Jimmy Lunsford band, some uh, people who were going to become better known in various versions of the Count Basie band, and so forth. For Cuttin' Time, uh, which will also, uh, as I said, be a Benny Carter tune, we're going to actually do four tunes from uh, the next session. Cuttin' Time, 
Forever Blue, which is a Benny Carter tune, Prelude to a Kiss, the Duke Ellington tune, and Just You, Just Me, the standard. And those were from December 12th of 1945, again for Capital. A somewhat similar band. Uh, Louis Gray, Wallace Jones, Louis Button, and uh, Idris Suleiman, who at that time was known as Leonard Graham on trumpets. Alton Moore and Charles Johnson, Al Gray and John Morris on trombone, Joe Epps, Porter Kilbert on altos, Willard Brown on baritone and probably alto too, Bumps Myers and Harold Clark on tenors, uh, Rufus Webster on piano, James Kennedy on guitar, Thomas Moultrie on bass, and Percy Bryce on drums. So some holdovers from the West Coast, including Bumps Myers, who was uh, a really underrated tenor sax player, and it'll be good to hear his solos there. But many of the solos are, of course, by... Um, Benny Carter on alto. So that will be our first set. Malibu, Cuttin' Time, Forever Blue, Prelude to a Kiss, Just You, Just Me. Five tunes by Benny Carter and his orchestra from April and December of 1945.
As you might expect with Benny Carter as the leader, this was a terrific band and a wonderfully musical group playing some great arrangements. These were very challenging arrangements. People who played with Carter's band said it was like going to school, um, learning how to do all these things and play in different keys and very complicated textures sometimes, too. We started out with the Benny Carter tune Malibu, a kind of a slow minor type of tune, featuring him primarily on alto sax. That was done in Los Angeles on April 9th of 1945. All these recordings in this set are done for Capitol Records which was brand new at the time, founded by Johnny Mercer. Then we went and heard the four tunes that were done on December 12, 1945, in New York, Benny Carter and his orchestra. We heard Cuttin' Time, Benny Carter tune, followed by another Benny Carter tune called Forever Blue. On Cuttin' Time, uh, we heard uh, Benny Carter on alto. He played, of course, all the alto solos on here. Idris Suleiman, then known as Leonard Graham, on trumpet. And Bumps Myers, as I mentioned, a very underrated player who was uh, largely active on the West Coast, but must have come east with Carter's band at this point. He was playing tenor sax and did the tenor solos on this set. 
We also heard some Al Gray in there on trombone, I believe, and possibly uh, on Forever Blue, there was some muted trumpet. I'm not sure who did that. I don't think it was Benny Carter. It might have been Idris Suleiman. Um, not sure about that one. Then we heard the Duke Ellington tune, Prelude to a Kiss, which featured a long and very melodic alto solo by Benny Carter and another trumpet outing by Suleiman. Um, so as we said, Benny Carter had some very interesting ideas about personnel, and he was not hesitant about hiring younger musicians active in the bebop um, sphere at this time. So Lehman was one, Max Roach was another, and we'll hear some more coming up. Then we finished up that set with Just You, Just Me, and that did feature Benny Carter on trumpet, at least at the beginning. The solo that came towards the end uh, was a little more diffuse, and I'm not sure it was by Carter. It might have been by Suleiman in that case, but definitely the first one was, and some more really good Bumps Myers on tenor sax. So now we're going to jump up a little less than a month to January, January 7th and January 8th of 1946. These were not done for Capitol. These were done for the deluxe record label, small record label that was active in New York. This was uh, one of the many small labels that appeared uh, as the recording band of 1943 to 45 or so was was winding down. Uh, and in this case, Deluxe uh, recorded Benny Carter and his All-Star Orchestra. Also recorded Billy Eckstein and his orchestra, some other ones too. So in this All-Star Orchestra, which was worthy of its title, in addition to Benny Carter, on trumpets we had Emmett Berry, who was at the time with Count Basie's band, Shorty Rogers, who would be going with Maynard Ferguson and Stan Kenton and some of the West Coast groups. Joe Newman, who uh, was in and out of the Basie Band, but would be a mainstay in the 1950s. And Neil Hefty on trumpet and also um, uh, doing arranging as well. On trombones, we had Trummy Young, who uh, at the time was playing, I think, in some big bands on the West Coast. He, of course, had played with uh, Earl Hines and Jimmy Lunsford and Benny Goodman's band for a while. Alton Moore, Sandy Williams, who had played with Chick Webb's band, and the great Dickie Wells. We're going to hear him in a solo on one tune coming up. He had played with Basie's band and many others as well. Along with Benny Carter on saxophone, we have Russell Prokop on alto sax. He was uh, almost the closest thing to Benny Carter as a lead alto player, and he was, uh, if not with the Duke Ellington Band at the time, then just about to go. Of course, he had played with Fletcher Henderson and um, many other big bands, and also with the John Kirby Sextet. Willard Brown was a West Coast player who was on the previous session on alto and baritone. Uh, Tony Scott was playing clarinet and alto sax. He was uh, known as a young bebop player with a great appreciation for swing. We've done a show on him in the past, one of the great um, bebop-style clarinet players, and uh, one of uh, two, uh, well, actually three or four white players in this band, Shorty Rogers, of course, and Neil Hefty, and uh, one of the tenor players who will be featured on one number, Flip Phillips, who was playing with Woody Herman's First Heard. On the other tenor, we'll be heard on another tune, uh, two other tunes, we hear Don Bias, who is one of the great uh, transitional swing to bebop musicians of the time. Of course, he had played with Basie and others. Sonny White is on piano. He was one of Basie's favorites. Al Casey on guitar, great rhythm guitar player, played with um, uh, Fats Waller's band. John Simmons on bass, and J.C. Hurd on drums. James Kennedy, who had played guitar on the last session, also does some arranging. Three tunes we're going to hear from January 7th are Digga Digga Doo, Who's Sorry Now, and Some of These Days. So all old standards from the 20s, but uh, given some up-to-date uh, dressing by Benny Carter. Then, the next day, on January 8th, slightly different personnel. Uh, we're going to hear Al Gray also on trombone, this time instead of Dickie Wells. Uh, we're going to hear Dexter Gordon on tenor sax, another modernist replacing Flip Phillips. We're going to hear Freddie Green in from the Basie Band playing guitar, and Maxine Sullivan singing as well. We're also going to hear Frank Comstock doing some arranging. He, of course, arranged for television. I think he arranged the theme for Emergency, the television show as well. So the three tunes from that session are two vocals by Maxine Sullivan, I'm the Caring Kind and Looking for a Boy, and the uh, arrangement by Frank Comstock of Rose Room that Carter used as a theme song for a while. There's a live broadcast from this period that I'm not going to be playing anything from. They just duplicated some of the uh, studio titles and frankly weren't quite as good as the studio titles in that case. So those will be the six titles by Benny Carter and his All-Star Orchestra recording for Deluxe in January of 1946. Digga digga doo, who's sorry now, some of these days, I'm the caring kind, looking for a boy, and Rose Room. Thank you. 
Philadelphia, Benny Carter and his All-Star Orchestra from January of 1946. We started out with Digga Digga Doo, an arrangement by uh, James Kennedy, the gu guitar player, and featuring Dickie Wells on trombone, a very odd trombone solo, but that's what he did, and he was doing it more by the late 1940s. Don Bias played the tenor solo, and I believe it was Emmett Berry on trumpet in that case. Then we went to Who's Sorry Now, uh, another great 20s tune by... Um, uh, who was that by? That was by Bert Kalmar and Harry Ruby and Ted Snyder. Uh, and that was a good feature for Flip Phillips on tenor sax, that smooth sound that he had. Uh, Benny Carter played trumpet on that, and we had a guitar solo, an uh, amplified guitar solo by Al Casey, and that was a Neil Hefty arrangement. Another Neil Hefty arrangement on Some of These Days, featuring Trummy Young on trombone, the leader, Benny Carter on alto, and again, uh, Don Bias on tenor sax. Again, I think it was uh, Emmett Berry on trumpet, and we even heard some piano in there by Sonny White. Then we went to I'm the Caring Kind by Maxine Sullivan, or a vocal by Maxine Sullivan. The tune itself was by Benny Carter, and uh, that featured some good playing and arranging by Carter, who only arranged the vocal tunes on these sessions, by the way. He did the next one, Looking for a Boy, which is apparently a George Gershwin tune. I didn't, I was not familiar with that one at all. Interesting tune. Uh, some fine tenor sax by Dexter Gordon, again showing Carter's liberal use of younger musicians. And we finished up with that swinging version of Rose Room done by Frank Comstock. Definitely Emmett Berry on that one on trumpet, Don Bias on tenor, and Trummy Young on trombone. So now we're going to do one more set, and we're going to go back to the Benny Carter Touring Band, the uh, band that he was leading uh, at different functions in New York in the spring of 1945, uh, heading out to Los Angeles by April or so. We're going to start with a tune called Jump Call, which is a, an arrangement and a composition by Benny Carter, kind of a take on bugle call rag in this case, have some good Bumps Myers on tenor sax, just a Refresh our memory on the personnel. Louis Gray, Wallace Jones, Louis Bottom, uh, Idris Suleiman on trumpet, Alton Moore, um, Charles Johnson, uh, Al Gray and John Morris on trombone, Joe Epps and Porter Kilbert on altos, Willard Brown on baritone, Bumps Myers and Harold Clark on tenors, Rufus Webster on piano, James Kennedy on guitar, J uh, Thomas Moultrie on bass, and Percy Bryce on drums. And uh, these uh, recordings, Jump Call anyway, was done for the Deluxe label again, January of 1946. Then we're going to hear a tune that Count Basie had recorded with uh, Jimmy Rushing singing, a Warren and Moore tune called Patience and Fortitude. And here, the vocal chores will be divided between the leader, Benny Carter, and Bixie Harris. And that's a Gil Fuller arrangement. Again, another modernist by standards of the time. And those were done, as I said, on January 5th of 1946. So two and three days before the All-Star Orchestra side. I don't know why they did that, why they had his regular band play uh, one set and then uh, one session and then had the All-Star band on couple of others. Kind of odd, anyway. Then we're going to jump over to uh, a V-disc that was cut in Los Angeles in April of 1946 when the band was out there. They did some live dates as well. As I said, we have some recordings of that. Actually, in this case, uh, unusually prefer the studio dates. We're going to hear the Vernon Duke and Ira Gershwin tune, I Can't Get Started, which is a full-on uh, solo by Benny Carter. Following that, we're going to go to the Back Bay Boogie, another V-Disc uh, session from April 29th of 1946, and that's another Benny Carter tune. These are uh, slightly different personnels. Miles Davis may have been playing trumpet in this band. He didn't solo, but in the section. Walter Williams was probably the trumpet soloist. Um, possibly Paul Cohen and Fred Trainer and Calvert and Strickland and Ira Pettiford on trumpets. A little unclear on the personnel. Al Gray and Candy Ross on trombones. Willard Brown on alto and baritone. Bumps Myers on tenor. Probably a couple of other tenor, or saxophone players at any rate. Sonny White on piano. James Kennedy again on guitar. Tom Moultrie on bass and Percy Bryce on drums. Again, same rhythm section. That V-Disc recording of Back Bay Boogie is an extended uh, recording. It's five minutes long. They didn't have any time restrictions on the V-Discs. They weren't uh, um, issuing them or anything like that, so they didn't have to do the two-and-a-half, three-minute limit. So we'll get an extra helping of solos on that. We'll talk about that when we get to the end. So that'll be our set, finishing up our 1945 and 46 uh, look at the Benny Carter Orchestra. Jump Call, Patience and Fortitude, I Can't Get Started, and Back Bay Boogie.
the cake to bake, but now I can't see it's a big mistake. Patience and fortitude. Patience and fortitude. Patience and fortitude. And things will come your way.
What a terrific band that was. Uh, any band that uh, Benny Carter led was going to have high musical standards, uh, but this one in particular, which had been playing together for several months, I think, really uh, had gelled and really was playing his scores and other scores well and uh, also looking forward to some of the bebop elements that were, were in the air and in the water and on the record labels at this point as well. We started out with Jump Call, that kind of take on... Um, uh, bugle call rag in that case and we heard some excellent tenor by Bumps Myers and some alto by Benny Carter who did the arrangement. Then Patience and Fortitude, semi-novelty song with Benny Carter and Bixie Harris and the band doing the vocal. That was a Gil Fuller arrangement and had some good Benny Carter on alto as well. Then we jumped over to a V-disc that was recorded in April of 1946. I should mention those first two tunes were recorded for Deluxe on January 5th of 1946. The V-disc had I Can't Get Started, a real tour de force for Carter, who also recorded that uh, for uh, Capitol in 1944. We might go back and do a program on the 43 and 44 band, which was also excellent and just a bit different. After I Can't Get Started, we finished up with an extended performance of the Back Bay Boogie, which he had recorded in 1941, uh, but which uh, he opened up here for this performance on April 29th of 1946. And we heard uh, on piano... Uh, suitably, Sonny White doing the boogie-woogie. Benny Carter played alto and then later showed up again playing clarinet. He wasn't playing too much clarinet at this point, although he had a, uh, a small group date for swing a few months later where he played a lot of clarinet and uh, definitely a very fine clarinet player. Then we heard a trumpet solo, which I think was by Walter Williams. Hard to tell, but I think it was he. And Bumps Myers again on tenor and then uh, Tom Moultrie on bass as well. So quite a bit of Good playing there and built up to a rousing climax by the end of that. So thank you very much for joining us. Hope you've enjoyed this Benny Carter program. Some great Benny Carter uh, recordings here with a great band. One of his many great bands, but this one in particular uh, really uh, was a terrific ensemble. And of course, uh, he wasn't much of a showman himself. And this band was coming in right at the very end of the big band era, so didn't really have a chance to show off or find any commercial success at all, but thankfully did make these recordings. So you've been listening to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark. I want to thank you for joining us. Hope you tune in regularly to see what we're up to. If you'd like to support us, well, do so. Be a regular supporter or a sustaining member or a one-time supporter. We'll happily welcome you into the family. And so thank you, and I'll see you on the other side. <laughs>